everyone and welcome to the Collective Podcast. This is the place where we discuss people, ideas, marketing, technology and anything else that feels right. I am Sasha Arusu, SAD, here at SS Mediacom. Hello, hi, I'm Sue Uniman. I'm EMX Chief Transformation Officer and um, also Global Head of Relevance for Essence Mediacom. Happy New Year to you too. Yeah, happy New um, Year. <laughs> our guest joining us today is Claire Chapman. How are you, Claire? I'm very well, thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, indeed. Claire Chapman is CEO at SS Mediacom X, responsible for growing the business through exceptional client service and delivery, combining creativity and data-driven excellence. Claire returned to SS Mediacom X in November 2023 after two years as CEO for Cara UK, having previously worked at Essence for four years as EVP Head of Media. Um, Start of the year, Claire, how has the last year been for you, not only on a personal level, but also within the workspace? Well, I think you've kind of um, you've you've already implied what my year has been like. That it's been a year of massive change. Um, obviously, moving from Cara, um, coming sort of coming home really to um, EMX. Although um, whilst a lot of things are exactly the same as I as I left them, including loads of excellent people, um, it's also been all change. So um, it's been a year of navigating these these big changes and and uh, and learning a lot um, in work. Um, I mean, we always have to learn everything, don't we? I always say in media, you have to learn something new every day. And that's mm-hmm. why I've been doing it for 25 years. And that's why I still love it. Um, but yeah, this year for me personally has been a has, has been a lot of change, a lot of learning, a lot of dare I say it, personal growth and, and finding out what's really important to me. Um, and at the same time, I started my my new job. We welcomed a, a dog into our household for the first time. So it's it was a crazy amount of upheaval all at once. But uh, much much joy on every level. So yeah, I, I've come into this new year feeling extremely happy and energized. Well, that's really lovely to hear. Um, we, 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 you've talked a lot about pivoting, about learning every day. Are there some experiences in your career to date that have taught you the skills to be able to be good at this kind of thing? Is there anything I, you could tell us about? I think what, what I've, one, one of the things I've learned about myself is that, um, honestly, Sue, you, you, you will, you will um, be in horror at hearing this, but I'm not very strategic. Strategic. I'm. I'm. I'm not very good with a blank sheet of paper. Mm. Um, and as as someone who um, sort of grew up in media as a planner, mm. people find it um, very um, very surprising to hear that. What I've learned is that um, I'm a brilliant opportunist. Um, <laughs> and when I see a great opportunity, I'm really good at recognizing it as such and maximizing it for me and and for the people around me so yeah i always say my whole career has really happened by accident um but i i I guess um you know sort of i I must have helped those accidents to happen right by maintaining good relationships and always leaving you know old roles in a in a a good in a good space and and therefore being lucky enough to be invited back but that's really really powerful i mean i think the um so, you know, there are strategists and we both probably could name some who will just get very theoretical and sort of layer on thing after thing after thing and maybe have, you know, a dozen ideas to be able to know which is the right idea and to be able to make that happen is in, is extraordinarily powerful. Is there is there a moment when that happened for the first time or that you that you can think of when you kind of 
took an example of that kind of opportunism? I think, um, well, I mean, I think, you know, becoming a CEO for the first time, going into the Cara role was was a great example. I'd never seen myself as a CEO. It, it wasn't something I had thought that I would ever do or ever could do or ever wanted to do. Mm. So um, being asked to enter that interview process um, for that job um, was a bit of a shock, quite frankly. But, you know, true true to my usual self, I kind of approached it with curiosity and an open mind. And I thought, well, this is new. No one's ever asked me to to think about being a CEO before. So so let's just let's just explore it. And whatever comes of it, I will I will learn something. I'll meet some new people and um, I will I will grow for sure. So so that's that's the sort of the uh, most recent example of, you know, this opportunism coming to the fore. Um, and then, you know, in in terms of the skills I have, talking about not being particularly strategic, but seeing opportunity. I think when it, when I went into Cara, um, the the only real challenge that I had was that they hadn't had a leader for so long. Um, the 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 role had been open for well over a year, um, and um, they almost didn't know what it meant to have one anymore. So there, there was there's no real direction for me. And um, in terms of what was needed. What I very quickly realised was that um, there was a lot of great stuff there, but the absence of leadership had meant no one had been putting it together in the right way, championing it, uncovering it and really holding a mirror up to those people to say, look how great you are. Look, you know, look at all this great stuff you do. So I think that's, a, you know, another another great skill of mine is um, being able to unearth the good stuff. We're very lucky to have you here now to do that with us. I want to touch on, you know, pivoting, changing roles, being at Essence for four years, going to Cara as CEO, now coming back to Essence being become ex and CEO. Um, on this podcast, we pride ourselves on on, on belonging and uh, talking about belonging, exploring what it means. What does belonging mean to you, um, and especially within the workplace? Yeah, it means it means I can relax and be myself. Um, you know, fe- feeling that. I have people around me who know me and trust me and accept me for for, for what I am, what's and all, um, allows me to relax, but but also, you know, then allows me to be the best I can be. And and that really includes, you know, being vulnerable, admitting to myself when I need help, when I, you know, knowing that I'm just one woman and I can't do everything all by myself. You know, the, the team is everything. So having a great team around you is is just fantastic. But if those people are, are people who you also have, you know, a real human connection with, um, you know, that's that that's everything really. It's about trust, friendship, um, and being relaxed enough to be able to say to people sometimes, "I don't know what I'm doing. What should we do? Please help me." Um, that's that's what belonging means for me. So, beginning of 2024, I'm still having to think about which year it is beginning of century me too. <laughs> what do you hope to have achieved by the end of the year oh I've I've, I've just talked about team and um, mm-hmm. I'm really fortunate that coming back to EMX I have a really strong leadership team already made many of those people I, I knew from from before mm-hmm. a lot are new to me all of them are, are in new roles um and there are um a number of people who are in really brand new roles only you know like myself they've only been doing them for for a couple of months um and then this year we have four new brand new people coming in to mm-hmm. to bolster that leadership team so really what i want to achieve by the end of the, the year 
is for us to really feel like a team, for us to be working really well together, to have really strong emotional bonds, to really, really trust one another um, and be, you know, just uh, I mean, I, I guess the the a lot of people would, would call it a high performance team. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I sort of want to, I always think of a team as um, a load of parts. And if you're working really well together, you become greater than the sum of the parts. And that's mm-hmm. what I want us to be in terms of, you know, work, um, effectiveness, productivity. But I want us to be, um, I don't know, friends is 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 the wrong word, but I want us to feel like we belong together. I want us mm. to have that strong emotional connection because, you know, that's that's one of the things that really brings me pleasure from work. So I hope that other people will feel the same. Completely. Yeah. Um, moving on to some of our personal questions now. Uh, what is your favourite line from a poem, song or a book? So it's it's not very profound. I just find it very, very funny. So um, there is um, a Noel Coward um, play called Present Laughter. And my friend and I went to see it um, at the at the Young Vic with um, sorry, no, the old Vic with um, Andrew Scott playing the, the main role, who's just amazing. And we were laughing fit to burst. And the, but there was this one bit that he delivered. Um, about a character which doesn't who doesn't actually feature in the play but someone called Beryl Willard and this monologue talks about how Beryl Willard is such a monumental bore etc etc and it finishes with the line I wouldn't go so far as Wimbledon with Beryl Willard now taken out of context that doesn't seem particularly important but honestly by that time my friend and I thought we actually thought we might die with laughter (laughs) we were crying we were gripping each other and now it's one of those things that we say about people you know I wouldn't go so far as Wimbledon with x person or y person if if we're um you know if, if we if we want to imply that we don't particularly like that person um so it's, it's just kind of come into our vernacular and it just it just takes me back to a really really fun time with one of my best friends whenever I think about it or whenever we we quote it and spoken as a true North Londoner, right? <laughs> um, if you were a genie, Claire, what five commonly available objects would I have to put in a magic circle to summon you? Now, they have to be commonly available, not specific. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I'm, I'm taking this to mean what 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 is the essence of me, right? If, uh, mm-hmm. if, it, if it was these items. So it would have to be some red lipstick, um, mm-hmm. preferably by a L'Oreal brand, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybelline is my fave um, of, of theirs. Um, I think uh, a DVD of uh, the Beatles Get Back film, um, mm-hmm. which I absolutely love and um, just fills my heart full of joy watching it. Mm-hmm. Um Probably a, a ticket for um, Bestival, which was uh, mm-hmm. a festival that, that used to exist, sadly no longer. But I used to go every year and again, just have some of the most fun memories with my husband and excellent friends. Um, a bottle of champagne, because I, w- mm-hmm. I will always come for champagne. Um, <laughs> and then maybe like um, like a cheese sandwich or a cream cheese bagel, but some some kind of cheese yeah. carb combo okay. uh, I, I I can always be attracted with that's that's a strong list I think <laughs> thank like you it. great um Claire what is your single best skill 
Oh gosh, I mean, we we we've touched on a few things, but I think um, I I think I would describe it as connecting the dots. So I can go into a situation, as I said, I'm I'm not necessarily good strategically with a blank sheet of paper, but I can go into a situation, I can see what's good, and I can connect them better to make things even stronger. Um, I think uh, apart from that, oh, can I have two? And I think the other one is um. I really like simplicity. My brain works in mm. such a simplistic way. Um, and because I'm always trying to make things simpler for myself, mm. I think sometimes that can be very helpful when situations become complicated. I'm good at cutting through that to get to the nub of actually what's needed or what's really important. So, so we are quite strict. So you're going to have to choose so it's like I've got bigger picture or simplifier and they are connected. But if you have to pick one, I'm going to go simplifier, simplifier. In, in a world stuff. of media, which we yeah. make ever more complicated. I think it's valuable. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, what would you practice more if you had time and space? Oh, tennis. So I oh. learned to I learned to play tennis during my garden leave between uh, this role and my last one. Yeah. And um, I'd really like to keep that up. Yeah, I need to be strict with myself and make some time for it because I enjoyed it so much. We're learning lots yeah. about you, Claire. Lots, but not enough for me to guess a destination for the next question. So I'm going to write a comment down. Cool, right. Uh, I guess the next question, and I have no clue, but anyway. Where in the world, real or fiction, would you like to live and why? Oh, do you know, I've been I've been pondering this and there's so many places. I, I, I think really what I need is a property portfolio so I can dip in and out of loads of my favourite places because it might sound really dull, but I love where I live. I, I love I live in Stoke Newton. I've been here 13 years. I absolutely love it. But I wouldn't mind a house in Venice Beach in California. That would be quite <laughs> nice. And I love Wiltshire, somewhere where I'd be surrounded by greenery. That would also be very lovely. So, yeah, I, th I think I just need to work harder or get luckier. And so I can have this property portfolio at some point in the future. <laughs> well, it turns out I do know you, Claire, because I have UK. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm so predictable. Damn. <laughs> I didn't realise. Um, and now the question that you cannot prepare for. They come from the School of Life. And I am, I've got three cards. And I'm holding them up and I'm going to call them the very different questions. I'm going to call them A, B or C. Which one would you like? Well, I have to go for C as I'm CC. Of course. OK. Yeah. If you had married your first boyfriend or girlfriend, what might your life be like now? Oh, um, I'd probably be divorced. <laughs> <laughs> And then hopefully I would have got back on track because I like my life. <laughs> I don't wish for another one. <laughs> Fantastic answer. Good answer. Cool. Claire, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. It's been great having you. Great to start off the year for a really nice podcast. We wish you well for the year. We hope to see you again soon. Thank you so Thanks much. Too. This was fun. I appreciate it.